Gonna give you a quick heads up that we had a few audio problems this week. Firstly, you'll notice that I sound a bit different because I recorded through my Rift mic for the first 10 or so minutes. Secondly, Ben's internet connection dropped out near to the start, but we kept some of it in because it lined up perfectly and it was quite funny. And finally, there's some random phone interference on Ben's audio from about the 20 second minute mark. Please enjoy the episode. Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Travis Scott. Hello. And our guest this week is Callan Davison from the Game Train podcast. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Our pleasure. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Uh, sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm... Uh on the uh, Game Train podcast, me and uh, my friend Carl Smith, uh, we do a fortnightly podcast. Pretty much, uh, we review a game each week, uh, well, each episode, go through some news, um, talk about sort of gaming history, uh, give like our um, hype and lame trains, which is like what we're excited about, what we haven't liked, etc. And uh, yeah, just have a bit of fun with it all, really. Awesome. And I should mention that you are a fellow AGPN member of the Aust- Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. We love yes. them here on BitStorm, of course. All right. So, we're going to play some click pitch. Trevor, yes. do you want to do the honors of explaining yes. explaining the game to our listening audience? So, all three of us have a random word generator in front of us on the count of three to one. We're going to click Shit. refresh Where'd and you get go? our first word. Shit. We jinxed, we jinxed it. We jinxed it. Ben? Hello? You there? We are just talking about internet dropouts before as well. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. We just said we never have this happen. Well, it looks like it's the... <laughs> it's the Cullen Trap Show. Yes. <laughs> All right. My plan worked. I got rid of him. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> could call this train storm now or something, or bit train. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the bit train podcast. Yeah. These are your hosts, Callan and Trev. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three to one click. Okay, click. Okay, what'd you get? Bugler. <laughs> Bugler? Yes. Jeez, okay, I got tactic. <laughs> okay, so it's like... Um, Final Fantasy Tactics, but you're but you're playing as, as a um as like a bugler that you know that, that plays the bugle in the morning at the army. Yep. So I'm trying to think Final Fantasy Tactics. That was sort of like a card game, wasn't it? I'm not, I can't remember. Come I'm on. thinking like an RTS. It wasn't an RTS, so was it? It was um. Well, no. <sighs> oh, stuff it. Let, don't have to use Final Fantasy Tactics. Let's go with an RTS. Okay. So the only control system that you've got, though is, like, a bugle. Like a plastic bugle? Like a Guitar a Hero guitar? Bugle, yes. kind of like a Guitar Hero sort of thing. Yes, okay. Um, so, to actually, you know, get, get your, get your uh, units to, to move, you know, you've got to, like, um, play play a different tune on the bu- on the plastic bugle, and that will, you know, get, um, get things moving. Cannot believe that happened. Well, we've, we've already started. <laughs> you started without so, me? All right, what are yeah, our words? So, yeah. so our two words are bugler and tactics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you probably so, need a word from me, huh? 
Yeah, well, right. at the moment we've, we've got a Guitar Hero-like controller, which is a bugle, and you're playing an RTS game in which um, the only way to move your move, um, like your your men around, is by playing playing like a, a tune on the bugle. Okay, so this particular tune you play like directs them in different directions. Yeah, and if you play like let's yeah. say the last post or something, it does like a special move. Let's say, <laughs> yeah. right? There are particular tunes. Okay, okay. Well, uh, let's let's just go with that then. Or do you want me to throw in an extra word into the mix? No, you can throw in your extra word if you want. <laughs> oh, jeez. You guys just taken over the podcast without me. All right, I'll just leave. I'll just it's go. Co- like. It's called Bit Train now, by the way. <laughs> All right, well, my word is species. Okay, so you, you, you're basically, you're a bugler, but you're going up against a lot of alien species. Uh, yep. Kind of like um, in StarCraft, how... You know, you have the Zerg and whatever. Mm-hmm. You've got your different factions. Yeah. So basically, basically, they've all got their own version of a, of a bugle. And kind of like StarCraft. So wait, is two. it different peripherals if, depending on which uh, yeah. faction you're playing? Yep. Yep. So there's one that's like all kind of organic looking pus dripping off it for the Zerg. And, uh, yep. and there's one that's <clears> all kind of like alien futuristic Crystal crystals and things. Yeah, I, th- I think that it actually comes with um, the one actually comes with like a couple of sachets that you like, um, <laughs> like rip open the sachet and yep. mix it in water, and then you just drip it into it. Sure, <laughs> for that authentic Zerg bugling experience. I, I guess you could have like a bugler on each team and have them like the Pied Piper, like a you know, sort of. Both leading oh. their own army sort of thing, you know? That could make it interesting, actually. Maybe you've got a character sort of on the battlefield. Like a commander. Yeah, and, and the, but the only way to get them to follow you is to play the bugle, and sort of different tunes mean different formations and things. The thing is, you've got to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's testing your lung capacity at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Cool. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, are we going with... Is this is this StarCraft 3, then? Is this... We're sticking with those... Uh, um, Those species. I think, I, I think it should actually be Bugelcraft. Ooh, <laughs> <craft>. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, do you get to craft your own bugle then? But then you didn't craft um, any stars in StarCraft, so. No, exactly. Yeah. No. Okay, let's click again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, restaurant. Uh, lower. Lower. Northeasterly. <laughs> Okay, okay. You're a re- you're a floating restaurant. Uh, okay, okay. And, and so you have to. Not only are you managing your customers and your staff and such, but you have to like push your like sails and balloons in the put the, point them in the right direction to catch that northeasterly wind. Otherwise, you start sinking lower, and you don't want to crash your restaurant. <laughs> Okay, so it's almost like the, uh, you know, an up, how they go in the house with the balloons and yep. they start floating away. Yeah, but maybe it's all balloons. And you have yeah. to, like, pop some, put, blow some more up in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but pe- uh, people like like having, you know, like a close-up view. So even though it's more dangerous, being lower is actually going to get you more five-star reviews. From the oh, because they like to... They don't want to just be above the clouds and not see anything and also get sunburned. Yeah, because <laughs> there's, you know, less ozone up there. And, you know, they- well, and just less cloud cover, you know. 
Yeah. 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 So would it be um, like a simulation style, like kind of like, I guess, like overcooked, I guess, you know, when you're running around a kitchen making things? Yeah, I'm not sure. It could be like, and Trevor doesn't like these, but it could be like a sim building game sort of thing where you get to actually place down all your furniture and your different cooking bits into the restaurant, as well as your balloons and sails and sandbags and <laughs> whatever else that are, that are actually navigational. Um, or it could be preset layouts and it's more about the time management. Like something like Overcooked or or one of those, you know, those like Cook, Serve, Delicious or something like that where you're actually having to sort of do mini games to make the meals, but there's also mini games for like, yeah, and again, navigation, guiding your ship, making sure that you've got the right ballast. As you feed people, well, that doesn't actually make sense. As you- I was going to say, as you feed people, they get fatter, but presumably all your ingredients are on there, unless you have to catch your ingredients somehow. But but then you could start making people fatter <laughs> and then sending them to certain sides of the restaurant to turn your restaurant as you're floating through the oh, air. Oh, that's that's true. It comes down to where you place your tables, and then you have to like tell your hostess to to distribute the weight <laughs> in certain ways. <laughs> or hosts. Sorry, I don't mean to genderize. Um. Yeah, that's that's pretty fun. That's pretty fun. So, uh, and and I like the um, idea. Ben, you're going to kill me. Mm. <laughs> I'm recording on the riff mic again. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> At least I'm not the only one who fucked up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, are there boss fights? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> Do you come across like big wind monsters in the oh, mountains? Yeah. How or about something? We, like um, low pressure systems or something like that? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Thunder, you've got a you've got a an in house you've got an in house meteorologist. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I th- yeah, I think there's some good stuff you could do. Tornadoes. With that. Um, yeah, thunder and lightning. I heard they're making a new theme hospital. Let's just get those guys. Pitch this to them. Bring them over to this. I think this will be better. Oh, geez, I'd love to see a new theme hospital. I love the original. They're doing one. They're doing one apparently. <laughs> I saw yeah. something about it. Some some of the original team. Um, yeah, okay. I think I think I think that's it. I think that one's cool. flown the coop. Yep, three to one click. <laughs> Counter example. <laughs> okay. Lexicon. <laughs> Laser. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, okay. Whew. This sounds like it's like an educational game about. You know, I- improving your vocabulary or something. Well, you have to. <laughs> I'm seeing a blackboard with lots of equations on it. Well, so lexicon is just like, you know, the, the words that you know kind of thing. Yep. So maybe it's that you have to. It's a synonym contest. One person says something, the other person has to say synonyms. And if you can't think of one, then you just get to shoot them with a laser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Where's the game? <laughs> it's it's getting no. Me this is this isn't a video example. Game. <laughs> this isn't a video game. <laughs> could could be a VR game. <laughs> I'm thinking real lasers. You just real get lasers. Like a, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's like a no. laser pointer. Uh, just blind the person. Yep. Yeah, totally. They can't see their fucking thesaurus then, can they? Well, effectively, they've got two lives. You know, one in each eye. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> 
All right, I, th- I don't think that one's got legs. Let's no. or, or eyes or eyes. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Extra. Uh, bureaucracy. <laughs> Grin. Grin. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're a you're a sadistic. I don't know um, where what what branch of the bureaucracy are you working at? I feel like we've already done like DMV slash Vic Road sort of thing. Maybe like. Births, deaths, and marriages, or something. Okay. Yep. Okay. And, yep. And you're and you're just trying to. You, the goal is to send people through as many jump to, through as many hoops to jump to get what they want as possible. Because you're Actual to, hoops. Sure. You just like you have to. It's you know one of those hoops with the paper across it. Yep. It's like this is you just to, to agree to. You know, this is the new way of signing the terms and conditions. You know, jump through this hoop if you agree. But there's lots of red <laughs> tape as well. Right, it's all taped across with red tape, of course. <laughs> it's like actually like this, it's tape. actually an obstacle course <laughs> full of hoops, paper, and red tape. <laughs> it's a very literal bureaucracy. Um, okay, so the grin is because it's actually fun to do. Well, because they're sadistic, right? They t- they take pleasure from from making their customers. Uh, do I'm, these I'm picturing someone like the Joker here, like running this this place. Oh, yeah, evil man. Yeah, <laughs> massive grin on his face. Um, you know, and yeah, just making you run through all these hoops. But then, when you think you've gotten to the end, it all starts again. Right, of course. You're because, in, you're back at the same person. Yeah, you've gone through all these things. You've talked to about six different people along the way. You're finally at the end. There's a big sign saying you're nearly there. And then it's the fucking Joker again. Literally, it's just the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is this game won't end; it will just keep going. Oh yeah, we're not. It's not meant to be fun. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I guess the gameplay is like building this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so not actually running through it as a um, as like a. You know, someone trying to... Oh, no, no. You get to watch them run through. That's where the fun comes in. <laughs> it doesn't sound like much fun for the um, for Customers? The for the player? You know, well, are you, t- are you kidding? This The Sims, how many millions of copies did that oh, sell? True. All anybody did in that was put their fucking Sims in mazes and drown them and stuff. Same thing. I guess true. you can download user-created maps offline. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so yeah. you can just mess yeah. with each other. And there's a VR mode where the person in VR has to run through it. (laughs) (laughs) How about with electric shocks as well, just to add something to it as well? Yeah, definitely. It's a custom peripheral. (laughs) (laughs) We like those on this show. Oh, God. Uh, Three, two, one, click. (laughs) Yeah. Accidental. Cell. With a C. Nighttime. Nighttime? Yep. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so uh, this game's always set at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe something happens. Maybe something happens when it becomes night. Okay, every time it goes night, you get put into a cell. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Like every yep. time. Um, yep. How does accidental? But accidental. One damn, night. One yep. night you accidentally don't get put into the cell, and then the game is figuring out where you are. It's like a psychological thriller. All you remember is being put in this cell every night and, I don't know, what do you do during the day? <laughs> Are you kidnapped somewhere? Are you on an alien ship? <laughs> Maybe you accidentally stole, stole away on a ship 
And for some reason, they lock you up every night in a cell. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you've accidentally, you know, or or maybe you just got a- you, you fell asleep on this comfy box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and and they sort of cage you up at night. Yeah. Sort of like an animal, like a pet. Yeah. You're you're a yeah. pet. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, you're- that'd be cool. A game where you're a a pet for an alien would be kind yeah, of neat. like in an alien zoo. Yeah. So you have to figure out what's going on and where you are and how to escape and steal a spaceship and go on adventures. Exactly. With your other animal zoo zoo creature friends. Which are then from aliens the- <laughs> to you. Yeah, they're from all these other different planets. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. I could have some cool You could so spin that you could spin that out for many sequels. <laughs> could be a point and click adventure. That's what I was thinking. Mm. I haven't done one of those in a while. No, mm. we haven't. Okay. Okay. Big All right. Fan let's of those, let's, so. let's flesh it out a little bit then. What? Uh, who are you? What, what sort of character are you? Someone who apparently takes naps in random boxes with weird alien writing on the side. Well, you could be, let's say, a zookeeper yourself. So it's like you know. Oh, that, yeah. that's cool. I like that. So then, you know, the zookeeper is now the caged animal sort of thing for these <laughs> other. And he learns the, you know, the lesson at the end, you know, don't well, cage things up. Either that or a dog catcher. <laughs> a dog catcher. Well, I like a zookeeper because then, like, your knowledge as a zookeeper is something that helps you escape. Because you sort of, you know, the, the pro- procedures and, and of course, aliens have learned from us. <laughs> That's why they even <laughs> thought to have a zoo. They visited us. Hundreds of years ago, and saw what we were doing to animals and minorities. I said hundreds of years ago, and they thought it'd, they'd make a great tourist attraction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that could work. Okay, so I'm just now wondering what the build of of this guy is. Is is he on the larger side, or is he rather? Trevor, buff every or- time we come up with a character, you have to ask about his body. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> Okay, you've never done that, but no. why? Why? Why are you concerned? Because um, I, I kind of, I kind of like the idea that like they've just got bars on the cage rather than you know like laser cage. But okay. if he's if he's like a stockier sort of person, he can't quite fit through the through the bars. So right, you know. Luckily, I- there's uh, one of the other zoo creatures is actually made of lasers. Uh, <laughs> so Lasertron, we'll call him Lasertron. Lasertron, yeah, and you make friends with Lasertron, and he, and you say, you know, you sort of have a, you know, it's, it's, it's a point and click. You've got dialogue puzzles, and you remind him, wait, like how powerful are you? Are your lasers? Can't you just cut through those bars? And he's like, oh yeah, whoops. <laughs> so he's like your main companion. So he's like the gimmick of the game that you use to solve puzzles. Definitely, with his, yeah. With his lasers, I think so. You just you don't go into the mirror room with him. <laughs> Take someone's eye out. <laughs> well, and he just—you've only got two lives. It takes. <laughs> I feel like the lexicon's going to come into it next. Now we have to use that one, Trevor. <laughs> oh, I probably would have kept it in. I probably would have kept it in anyway. Uh, yeah, no. If he goes in the mirror room, like it just—it takes him a very long time to find himself again. He just—he ends up scattered. Yeah, I like this. I like this. What about a villain? What sort of villain could there be? Oh yeah, what's the alien? What's the what's the bad guy like? It's it's just like um, it's a mirror image of of what our character is. So he just thinks that he's doing it right because 
you know, this is a zoo and, and of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not necessarily evil. Um, he's just a regular Joe keep like running a zoo. Yeah. Maybe you have to convince him that you're sentient. So he realizes the error of his ways. And then, and then at the end, you get home and like a giraffe goes, Oh, that's all we had to do to get out of here. <laughs> or at the end, at the end, you capture him and you put him in your zoo. <laughs> and that starts off the sequel where then you play as that alien. Then you play as that alien. <laughs> well, that's a video game in on the alien world okay. about that alien. You were talking dialogue puzzles before. Yes. But I kind of like the idea that you don't, you can't actually like understand any of the aliens. You have to sort of work out some sort of um, some sort of code as part of as part of the. Um, okay, so the puzzles involve like pointing at things and, and using and items. Um, what I like to now call mouse charades. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> you know, what, so you, you wanna... literally like move the mouse around, click on yourself, but... and then point over here, and then me. <laughs> and basically, the only way that you you're sort of trying to tell your friends to do something is by like doing basically. Okay, that's point, interesting. That's interesting. Um, gestures. Okay, that's kind of neat. Actually, that could have some cool implications around. You could all have some really fun misunderstandings if you don't clarify yourself. You have to. You, you end yeah. up coming up with some different symbols. And maybe yeah, you can. Um, le- maybe you can learn gestures. Like it's not all just mouse control because that would be pretty oh, hard. Yeah, that'd be kind but of like, hard. But as you go, you sort of, of it. <laughs> basically you're basically instead of an inventory or along with an inventory, you get like a, a a bunch of gestures that you've learned between you and your and your companion along the way that you both understand. So you can yep. a, a, as you go, you can basically be more explicit about giving instructions and things because i think that then makes it easier for the um for the alien zookeeper to not think that we're sentient yeah because if, they can, he can't if you can understand. all just understand each other <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's cool i know i mm. i think I'm, I'm now picturing like the old verb coin from from like some of the lucas arts later lucas arts games where once you start filling in the um the gesture coin is what we can call it mm. basically you can just hold down the button where, wherever you want and, and move to that gesture that you want and basically try to try to get whichever person you, or whichever other creature you want to do the gesture that you that you've asked them to do but it's right. like, rather than having to pull from like the inventory having the um the coin just come up on the on the hold down yeah yeah perhaps or you could do it with mouse gestures it's just that there are specific symbols like if you do sort of an m gesture then that you know you remember that that means one of the one of the gestures that you've done or something or... I don't okay. Know. Yeah, Just I, to make I, it a bit more... Yeah. Kind of like in uh, Black and White, how you'd move the mouse and do different sort of Yeah, because that it works so well in that game. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's been using it since for the last 20 years. Yep. <laughs> I love that game. 15. <laughs> I know. I was so excited for that game when it was coming out. I literally left work like two hours early that day, I remember. I snuck out. <laughs> pretty sure I didn't even buy it. I'm pretty sure I snuck out because I knew that my pirated copy would have finished downloading. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter Molino. You deserve okay. it. Okay. Three, two, one, click. Okay. <laughs> Stroking. <laughs> Battery. <laughs> pale. P-A-L-E, Pale. Um, <laughs> I like I like 
Okay, bear with me. Um, there, there's a there's a, a new type of battery um, okay. that <laughs> would this be that peripheral? Is, is, um, it basically is used in everything, and um, it gets charged by stroking. <laughs> so it's sort of like petting. Um, okay. I'm, I'm thinking that basically in this in this world, so it's a battery that's powered by love. Yes, and one day you wake up and your Pet your battery, battery you, your pet slash battery um is rather pale okay mm-hmm. and it's so sick. now it's now it's sort of like um you're on a on an adventure trying to trying to work out how how to fix your, your so pet battery. Is, this a, is this a world where everybody has these batteries yes okay so it's sort and of a is, new and this is the first one to ever get sick as it were yeah yeah so okay so this is a world where there's this wonder technology or creature that that like people have in, invented genetically engineered or something that's super cute <laughs> and when it's being loved it generates electricity just like wirelessly i guess to everything around it yeah i think or so do you have to or do you have to plug it in <laughs> <laughs> so would this game come with like a battery peripheral sort of thing like <laughs> like oh god there's like a, there's an there's an actual stroking mechanic <laughs> yeah. it can just be vr and then you just got the you, you don't, nah, I like I like that it comes with like a basically comes with like <laughs> comes with a stuffed toy, <laughs> and maybe it can maybe it's a stuffed toy that can change color as you progress through the game and like start healing your creature, and maybe you learn different rhythms to sort of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or you just use like, the battery. You've got puzzles in the game where you have to power different things and like. At the start, because it's sick, it's very weak. Like, it can't power many things um, or, or just can't emit much power. But as you move through the game, it gets more and more powerful and you can, like, power other things. And maybe it becomes more powerful than other other uh, people's power battery pets. Mm. It's the chosen one. <laughs> okay, so, so my idea is so that you don't have to come up with too much of a, of a peripheral. Um, what actually comes in the box is mm-hmm. it's like a stuffed toy skin for a PlayStation 4 controller, and <laughs> you just you, the stroking that you do is on the top. No, wait! This is a fucking Nintendo Labo Labo game. <laughs> oh God! It's cardboard. <laughs> it's cardboard, and it, and it comes with a little like strip of of fluffy fabric or something that's sensitive to the touch and can change color. Uh, but you, but you put, uh, you put your uh, Joy-Con in there, <laughs> and it feels the micro, um, the micro movements oh, yeah. that you're actually doing. Yeah, yeah, to- totally. HD Rumble. Oh no, that doesn't work. <laughs> That's how it like purrs back at you. <laughs> you can feel exactly how many ice cubes it's eaten. <laughs> Okay, so what's the what's the end game like? This thing becomes more and more powerful. Well, I guess you charge it all the way back up again, don't you? But yeah, I think you overcharge it. I think the end by the end you're just like I don't know overpowering things. <laughs> I don't know what's the benefit of a battery that can emit more more power. I guess maybe it has know, to say like, maybe there's something back to a conspiracy. Oh like, yeah. Um. Well, basically these. Um, batteries are actually alien life forms that um, these scientists have just harnessed, and and they realise oh. that yeah, that they actually um, you know, they don't need any food to survive; they just need love. 
Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, we've, we've put them out as, as sort of batteries. It just so happens. As products. They are actual, they are actually, um, Well, okay. What I, okay. he, he, here's the thing. They're not yep. just alien creatures. They're like the larval form yes, of yes. a different type of alien <laughs> and their parents are coming to get them. You find out halfway through that like this is actually <laughs> just somebody they like they um pl- you know implanted these things thousands of years ago on earth um it just happened to be that now they sort of made it to their larval form and that's when they were discovered and the, and and their their like abilities were discovered and over you know a few decades it became this point that they're just a commodity that everybody has yeah but now it's time for them to to grow up and and maybe this like turning pale losing power thing is the first step to them actually like metamorphosi- metamorphosizing Meta- anyway, yeah. metamorphing, I don't know, into their adult form. Or it could be like a, a call signal that's gone out sort of thing, you know, it's used up its charge or energy or whatever to, oh, to, to yeah. call them and, and bring them in sort of thing and your character doesn't realise this. Yeah, that yeah, that could be cool. And you find out halfway through that that's, what happened, that's what's happened and other ones start doing it. Maybe you have to, like, try to stop them from- Maybe you have to start just killing them. <laughs> or stopping them in some way from- or, or, you're, you know- or you're trying to stop the human population from using them as batteries because you realise, you know, these aliens are coming down and everyone's just going to get decimated by right. them. Right. They're going to be mad. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be um, pissed. What, what I'm seeing for the final scene is these aliens um, lift off with all their young and basically the entire world is plunged back into the Dark Ages. Oh, oh. yeah, I like that. Because okay, they've, yep. they've been completely reliant on it for decades. That's yep. cool. Yeah, that's a really good like allegory sort of to the bittersweet ending of yeah, yeah. You know, over reliance on technology leads to, you know, heartache. <laughs> yep. Well, and just not understanding, you know, taking advantage of something you don't understand, sort of thing, and and then uh, using it cool. for your gain or yeah. whatever. So what we didn't even, what sort of game is this even? Is it sort of like a, a third person action adventure sort of thingy, or is it another point and click? I don't know. Um, I see it's obviously maybe, strong maybe narrative. A, a third person, third person sort of. Um, is it like w- com- almost, is there combat or is it, yeah. walking, walking simulator with puzzles and and things? Um, mm. Maybe sort of like Firewatch kind of. Yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. a strong narrative sort of thing, and you've you've just got you know fairly basic puzzles. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, the the narrative there is really cool. I'd like to play that. Yep, it's all about tugging at the heartstrings, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. You'd really like get attached to little b- batty, b- batty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. just wondering if, if like in Legend of Zelda, where you can name the name your horse, you can name your battery. <laughs> you can name your battery, <laughs> and if it's like <sighs> a regular name, then um, the name actually gets put into um, put like into voice, a, voice. Because we've got, like, an awesome text-to-speech. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, at the end, you're like, No! Come back, Jason! No, Jason. I can't use Jason. <laughs> That's being ruined by heavy rain. <laughs> Bradley! <laughs> my battery. Jim. Come back, no. Sean! <laughs> Sean! <laughs>
Oh, I think we'll click again. <laughs> yeah, it's redrawn. Click. Treatment. Copying. Baritone. Well, a treatment can be like a sort of a way of presenting something or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a as common a usage, but no, maybe not. <laughs> you got anything there, Callum? Copying, copying. Um, okay, so you're a character that's going in for uh, for treatment, right? Mm-hmm. For, let's say, I don't know, heart condition or something. Um, but then let's just say something goes wrong and then you've got, during this sort of treatment, it was an experimental sort of procedure, it goes wrong, uh, but then you then have the ability to sort of copy anything, like, you know, like... Um, a baritone saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> so you turn into no, a baritone I- saxophone and <laughs> Well may- maybe it no, is you can copy I'll- any sound. <laughs> yeah, there, like- there we go. Yeah, you, you you copy sounds. Well what where I was going is uh, with the whole treatment thing, I like that. Um but instead of you being able to copy something, it's that you get copied about three more times and that lets you form a barbershop quartet. <laughs> <laughs> and one of you is the baritone. Uh, and then, I don't know, you, you harmonise to solve crimes? Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what else would you do with that sort of power? Um, become the new Beatles? Um, I don't they know. Solve, they solved crimes, right? Yeah. That was their side gig. Didn't you see when they were on Scooby-Doo? Sort of brings that, bar- barbershop back happened, into right? sort of mainstream music for whatever reason, and it takes over the world. Just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> totally, that would that hello, would happen. My baby, hello, my honey. <laughs> oh god, let's right. click again. Yeah, <laughs> three to one click. <laughs> Last primitive amputation. Oh god, <laughs> this is a story. <laughs> About the last amputation performed before medical technology caught up and they realised that uh, they shouldn't be doing it with, like, a hacksaw and, or, like, a, I don't know. Oh, even better. Even better. It's- Good, because that wasn't very good. (laughs) It's set in the Star Trek universe and it's the last, it's the last amputation that occurs just before, just, uh, just, ever, just before they actually come up with, um- (laughs) With, like, the technology to basically regenerate tissue. But they can't do it to this person because just because of the way that they do the amputation, like, it can't be done retroactively. Right. So, it's just about, like, the seething resentment of this person for being the last one uh, to ever need to lose a limb. He wakes up and it's like, yeah, we just... Um, we, we we wish that we actually knew that you could just wait a little bit longer. And- <laughs> like, well, but- maybe maybe the whole opening scene is them like having a really frank discussion with him about you know if we wait you know another day the risk is going to double. Uh, you know it could still happen, but it's really safer if we do it now. And uh, and then he goes under the anaesthetic and wakes up and just the whole world's partying because the news of the, the like. <laughs> Regeneration technology is okay, but it's set on the spaceship, right? Where all this happened, and so let's make this guy like the villain, right? So you know he feels hard done by because he's the last amputation or whatever. Mm. So he he loses the plot and then starts trying to kill everyone on the ship, 
Right. right? He, yeah. He, yeah. That's it. He turns and into the Federation. Ex- exactly. And it becomes like this sort of almost like this survival horror sort of game. Like, you know, like the alien game where it's like the alien hunting everyone in the ship. Hmm. Except you're the one doing all the hunting. Yeah. Do you play this character? <laughs> I was going to say he's like the villain. Uh, so maybe you're trying to run away from him. I kind of like the idea of you playing a serial killer in the Star Trek okay, universe. Okay. All right. You, you're like, okay. You're like a serial killer in the Star Trek universe, let's yeah. say. Um, but then your different powers throughout the game is you start replacing that limb you've lost with different weapons, like let's say like a saw uh, blade. Cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and there's all these different ways that you can kill people with these different weapons. So is there, can you, can you choose to, to be sort of a, um, stealthy killer and not bring suspicion to yourself? Or is it a full on like, all right, now I'm going nuts and the ship's running screaming and you've killed the navigations officer so they can't get home. <laughs> I, I kind of like the idea that it's, um, it's another one of those broad games in which, yes, you can go the stealth kills and all that sort of stuff, but if you right. get caught, then it changes, you know, what sort of happens. So it's and kind of Assassin's kind of Creed-ish like a, um, yeah, on uh, a spaceship. Yeah, yeah mi- uh, mixed with, like, Edward Scissorhands or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can just you just pick up different tools and things and, like, attach them to your arm socket. Like a power drill. Totally, totally. And they can be kind of a bit of, like, Metroidvania sort, sort of stuff that you have to find the right tool to get through certain areas. Uh, to open to open up new areas, I kind of like the idea that um, you can actually like sneak into the teleporter room, get a oh teleporter God. lock, get a teleporter lock on on someone, yep. and just teleport them into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And they eventually <laughs> shut down the teleporters remotely if you do that too many times. But if you, yeah, they just yeah, keep the thinking first, it's they just the keep thinking it's a malfunction. The first person that you do it to is the captain. <laughs> <laughs> if you're smart. <laughs> Deal with that, number one. <laughs> Actually, I do kind of like that idea. Like, as as fun as it would be, and maybe these are like two different games, maybe one's the sequel, but as fun as it would be to blast your way through a spaceship like that, I think it'd be really fun to actually do like a tactical stealth game on a spaceship like that. Um, where you can do things like teleport someone out or into space or whatever, or you know, set your face to, to hide stun your tracks and, and yeah, yeah. It's a more a bit like a commandos well, game or something. What like about like down. it's? What about it's like a multiplayer game where, but you don't know who the amputee is. Oh god. Okay. Right. When when you see that it's the person with like a giant gun attached to their shoulder. <laughs> well, you can you can um, you can conceal you can conceal these things right. in different ways. Let's right. say right. Long long and- sleeves. Yeah, and and you yeah. and the objective is if you the amputees to take out the other players on the ship, but all the other players doesn't know who the amputee is, so they're all you know um, suspicious of each other. So you're trying to convince each other, you know, I'm not the amputee or or whatever, you know, so that maybe randomly each game it's a different limb that you've lost. Yes, so it's not as obvious. You're not always <laughs> looking for like the right arm. It could be the big toe. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if it's the big toe, if it is the big toe, like obviously you're more likely to get away with it. But also you can only attach smaller things that don't so, do as so much really damage. The guy that had his nose amputated is really fucked. <laughs> yes. Well, he just has. He just wears that. Uh, he has to, has to make sure he gets a job as like a surgical nurse and uh, wears a, a mask all the time. 
Well, <laughs> let's say everyone's got like um, helmets on because it's in space or whatever. Like, let's say, um, yeah, you know. Oh, well, we- that's it. You need to like puncture the outside of the ship so that everyone has to wear helmets and then you're not suspicious anymore. Exactly. <laughs> We keep getting hull breaches all the way down the ship. <laughs> so is this kind of a PUBG kind of thing where a hundred people are on this ship at once, but instead sure, of let's just make, let's make it a hundred people. I was thinking it's- more ten, but a hundred would just get a bit <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Instead of just like instead of full on like having to hunt each other, it's it's more this game of everyone's trying to figure out who this one person is. Exactly, and and you can like. Um- you but know, that talk, one talk to other to- players and try and convince them that you're not it, and that it's actually Jim, sort of yeah. thing. And you go, oh, it, it's it's Jim, you know, it's him, Jim. He's death, <laughs> Jim. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. And then, but you, oh, yeah, as as the amputee, you have to surreptitiously just knock people off. Exactly, and then convince um, the others that it's someone else that's actually doing it. Oh, and I like the idea that you could maybe wound someone so that. Because just like PUBG, you've got the, you know, you've got the, um, the messages going by when people die and you've got the little counter up the top with how many people are left. And so you wound someone or like po- or poison them. <laughs> no, no, no. You like poison them and then you go out into a room full of people and they all see the counter go down and then you've just taken the suspicion of yourself because like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Cause it's like, well, I was here when that person died. Like, how can it be me? Or computer set teleporter to teleport the captain off the ship in 30 <laughs> seconds and piss port. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then the then the person, people who have like the computer skills um, can look at the log files and <laughs> you have to be careful about using the computer. You have to hack it to say that you're using someone else's account. You have to yeah, find maybe you can, password. Maybe you can pick different classes and each one has different abilities, which can give yeah. you a way of, of, of um, getting this, like finding out who the amputee is. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, computer skills, like engineering skills to-, to Like an inquisitor where you can see people through people's lies or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like the idea of being a um, one of these tactical people who sort of fakes their own death, then hides in the Jeffrey's tubes the rest of the game and just, like, sneaks ha- out, kills someone, right. gets okay, back yeah. in. Yeah. So, no one's going to think that as you because you you died, like, as one of the first first two or three people. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they were really keeping an eye on the count, it's like, wait, that says three people died, but there are four bodies here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no one's that that bloody clever. But they would in those be games. if they played enough enough games of this. And <laughs> yeah, but kind of like PUBG, how the map sort of gets small of that ring coming in. Let's give it like a timer that um, just amputee, you know, has to kill everyone and um, you know, get off the ship or whatever. Maybe it's still like the ring. Maybe like different sections of the ship start getting shut off so that by the end you've got like 10 people in one room and it's like a fucking detective Agatha or whatever. Agatha Christie sort of thing. <laughs> Everyone's like, Murder gathered, on the Oriented Express. <laughs> I've gathered you all here because one of you is a killer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the explosive decompression happens and the killer wins. <laughs> that's when, yeah, that's when the lights go off and everybody's like, what's happening? And then the lights come back on and nobody else is left in the room except the one guy who like held on to something. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'd, awesome. pl- I'd play that game. Yeah, that's cool. We don't do many like multiplayer games on this uh, on this show so that's that's always fun think about how that would work all right i think we've got time for one more all right three two one cook yeah y- unit plastic sprout <laughs> sprout 
Okay. Sprout plastic unit. Unit. Okay, your character is uh, in this unit like an apartment. Um, okay. You know, um, but it's like, let's say he lives in like a plastic apartment, like a Lego apartment or something. Okay, you're a toy. <laughs> you're a toy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But all he has to eat is Brussels sprouts. Go. <laughs> How does something plastic digest a Brussels sprout? <laughs> Maybe this is a game where... I, I, I forgot that you said the, the person was a toy. Um, I, I, was, I, was, I, was still, I was still going on, the, on the, the person lives in a Lego house, so what could he afford? I know, a Brussels sprout. <laughs> like- oh, right. Like, how did he afford all that fucking Lego? Lego's that's expensive. the thing. That's that's the reason why you can only afford Brussels sprouts. He's now. just so into Lego <laughs> that he's wanted to live in a Lego house, but he's a full size human being. And yeah, uh, well, I was kind of thinking, uh, I don't know how well this works because toys, like, there's the whole Toy Story thing. Toys come to life. Toys to- when when no people are around. But like, what about if your toys after the apocalypse and You've just been alone for a hundred years, and the sprout—the sprout comes from the fact that the nature is overgrowing this town, this city, <laughs> because the humans have been around, have been gone for so long, and so it's so you it's as like Toy it's Story as- and Wally in one. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's like <laughs> Toy Story after the apocalypse. You play a toy, and you go off, and it's you know an, a, a post-apocalyptic adventure of sorts. But the only things that are left are toys. Because all biological life has been wiped out. Okay, due, to, so what- due to Brussels sprouts. Yeah, due to a bad batch of Brussels sprouts. And we know that the entire human race loves Brussels sprouts so much <laughs> that they had no chance. Um, so, what sort of what sort of control scheme slash gameplay? Third person? I think third person. I'm feeling like... And look, I've been playing a lot of Uncharted lately. This keeps coming up each week. Um but I like that kind of because those games are so sort of they have the epic vistas and really nice looking stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking that sort of action adventure companions and. Or how about you like a, almost like a transformer toy, so you can transform into different things. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like you can transform into like a car, and then you know, turn into like a. Um, you know, a jet plane or I don't know for different. Maybe, oh, maybe you have the choice of like cannibalizing other toys for parts so you can become other things. Okay. Yes. So you, so you almost <laughs> like go to the real dark side of the po- post of the post apocalyptic world in this toy war. Um, yeah. so what you, you join their parts onto yours or you become what they were or a um, hybrid? Yeah. I guess a hybrid, like you kind of. Or maybe you can just take certain parts from them that snap into your joints. Um, so, you, so you can maybe you can, maybe you can't be everything at once, but you have to. You can replace your wheels with wings or whatever, and now you can fly, and now you can transform into a plane. Again, you can up, bring that in. sort of Metroidvania elements into it. Exactly. As well. Yeah. Then you can get into the next, like into the next level or into a part that you couldn't reach before. Um, I like the idea that at the start you've only got like your two arm joints and your and your leg joints and maybe even a head joint. Mm-hmm. Um, 
later on you can find a lighter and create two new ball joints in the back <laughs> in, in on like your back or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Or maybe you just find someone you find like a tinker, a toy who's been out in the who's wild got a for melon ball who's been out yeah, who's been out in the wild for so long that he can kind of he can customize and craft things and yeah, he adds like joints to you so you can you can make more complex transformations. I t- I love that idea of of the of the length that toys have to go to after the apocalypse to survive. <laughs> so, what would the villain be in this? Um, an adult I'd- toy. <laughs> what, like a sex toy? Yeah. <laughs> God. Flashlight. <laughs> no, I don't know that there's necessarily a villain except for the world. And and everyone else, like like I said, everyone else in the world, there's sort of there's definitely just people you run across who are who are out for themselves and not willing to help. Uh, and and yeah, you can kill them for their parts. <laughs> Fred the flesh toy, uh, flashlight. The last, of, the last of us, but about toys. <laughs> the last of us, but toys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would there be a romance in this game? Um. Well, the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> Inside. inside, yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we'll end on that note. Lovely. Let's move on to our final segment. Uh, so, Callum, this is something we do when we have guests on. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you what your most anticipated game is at the moment. For this year? Yeah. Just right now, yeah. What's the one that comes to mind of you just really hanging out for? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3. All right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to throw away everything you know about Kingdom Hearts 3. And we're going to come up with a game that's that would be named Kingdom Hearts 3 if Kingdom Hearts series did not exist. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so, ideas. Kingdom Hearts. Is it a kingdom of hearts? Like- I, I'm actually seeing it as anthropomorphic castles um, that have okay. like physical hearts inside. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Can, so, can they move? Like, are they? Do they have legs and things? Or they just like yell at each other across the the lands? Um, I like the fact that they they can send move. each other they carrier can, pig- pigeons. They can basically take those. Um, you know, when they sit down, they've got like the the four the, towers, like the ramparts. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two of those towers are actually legs, and two of them are arms. And right, so they they're kind of these big, slow moving giants. Yeah. Um. And they That's, fight each other? Um, I'm, I'm thinking Shadow of the Colossus style, you know, sort of lumbering around. And um, the only way to kill them is to get inside them and, and, like, take out the heart. And this is the third one in the series. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, um, so, you, so, you know, we've got some we've got some recurring characters that are coming back. Yep. And- so, <laughs> when, you were, when you were a kid... Um, so, like do you just play a human, then? Yeah, I, I think so. Does or, a um, human have a heart? I don't Humans know. are made of stone. And, no, 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 no. I like this idea that it, that you're just in this world where, yeah, like castles. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe based on their age or something. Like once a castle's old enough and has had enough stuff happen in it, they gain sentience and and the ability and mobility through, you know, through the power of their heart or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, do, do you want to set it in Scotland? Yeah, that's probably a, yeah. That's yeah, the rolling exactly. Hills of the rolling. Hills. Well, I just can you imagine like looking over this this like yeah the rolling hills of Scotland and seeing in the distance just these like lumbering stone castles. 
Um, because this is just a world where that's commonplace. And, and I don't think they're just always moving around. Um, I think actually they sit still a lot and they have people living in them. And But it's just that when they need to, they 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 can move and, and maybe there's a war going on, right? Maybe, maybe- I, like, I like the idea that your best friend, uh, mm. when, you, when you were young, um, got sat on by a castle. <laughs> okay. He got sat on by a castle okay. when he was eating haggis. Yeah, yeah, just just he was just so yeah. into that. Oh, haggis. And wearing a kilt and and you know um, playing the, the bagpipes, had the braveheart makeup on and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. So, so Mel, really, Mel really Gibson was your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, he was killed because he was just so racist. They had to just sit on him. Uh, <laughs> okay, but so this so is your motivation. You that. This is your <laughs> this is your motivation. Is so this do you is now the reason why you don't like castles. Or, yeah. Or is it one specific castle? Is there like this one that you've been hunting and trying to kill, but it's the maybe oldest, it's the oldest you, castle in the land? Maybe it's just that you think that it's any castle, but um. Or maybe you're trying to really find deep the, down. Maybe you're trying to find the castle who did it. Well, it could, it could be one of these things that is gradually, um, you know, told to you over time, kind of like, um. After you defeat a castle, then you get a little bit more of his backstory and and this guy okay. and his kid growing up and, Good, okay. and finally you get to so um, because I was thinking that this world is sort of a place where humans and castles live together in, in a symbiosis. Are you basically yeah. a castle serial killer then? Um, either a castle serial killer or um, you're basically a castle slayer in that. Um, you come along, and when, when you kill one of these castles, they they basically just fall down, and they become a still castle. So, so, so you're going to kill okay. it by by taking out its heart. Yeah, yeah. So they just become a regular old castle. Yeah, wherever <laughs> okay. they fall is where they is where they end up. So, so you're working for like a a, a real estate developer. <laughs> and they're like, lure this castle to the beachfront and then kill it, and we're going to sell all the rooms. It's for a huge markup. Um, <laughs> in that you've got to you got to take out the the um, the uh, the royal family that's currently living in there, or <laughs> whatever the, it is in the castle. <laughs> oh yeah, so- you have to as you fight your way through the because this is the thing, like the whole. The whole whatever the, the 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 staff and the people who the peasants uh, they're all living in this castle. You have to fight your way through them to get to the heart. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. once you even make your way past the defenses of the castle. Yeah, shadow shadow little courses style. So yep. the hearts really are like, like the, the bosses of these castles. Yes. Um, well, maybe uh, do uh, are they? Is, I guess there might be just be different defenses around the heart. I don't think the hearts themselves necessarily. I think the heart themselves is just its weak point, and once you get in there, you yeah, you stab but, it. And- but the but the bullet hell that you go through in there is is just awesome. <laughs> yeah, because everybody who lives in this castle is is very loyal and uh, loyal and um, loves loves. They love their castle. They know you're trying to kill it, so they just throw themselves at you to try to stop you. You're just <laughs> slashing your way through. That's cool. What sort of weapons would you have then to take out? All these people in the heart. I mean, I think it's like medieval weaponry. Yep. So maybe you can, you know, hijack a catapult to sort of to hit their to outer, launch yourself to out, up. Well, you could launch yourself in, or to hit their outer defenses, so you can sort of crumble a bit 
and then you can climb your way in because you've you've created handholds. Like I think Shadow of the Colossus style, every castle is different and, and has its own strategies um, for getting in there first and then for getting through it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think once you're inside, it's almost like a almost like a Dynasty Warriors or something where there's just tons of people coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not it's not like you know Assassin's Creed or Batman games or something where you're fighting you know five or ten people. You're fighting like fifty people. Wow! You've just you've got attacks that just like smash through bunches at once. Yep, that, no, that's um, cool. Uh, because because it's in Scotland, I want to see like you know your main sword is like this massive broad sword. Oh, totally. So yeah, um, it's not for it's not really for stabbing. It's just for massive swipes and just like taking people's heads off and that sort of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and you can throw like giant logs and and rocks and things like that, like the Scots <laughs> used to. You just caber toss. <laughs> you just caber toss a log right on top of someone's head. <laughs> you squash them long ways. <laughs> this is going to be the most culturally insensitive game ever. <laughs> just take all the stereotypes oh. and, and the DLC. Run with it. The DLC no. is bagpipes. <laughs> I was going to say the whole soundtrack is bagpipes. That's the soundtrack for this game. Oh, God. Nobody's going to play it for more than 30 seconds. The bagpipes start up. Nope. <laughs> yeah, but in it's the ba- settings. But it's bagpipe covers of, like, popular music. Yeah, like the Red Hot Chili Pipers do. Oh, I thought that was a pun you just came up with. Is that a no, real no, thing? No, no, there, there is actually a band in Scotland called the Red Hot Chili Pipers, and they do... Covers of like rock songs using like bagpipes and and drums That's, and all this sort of stuff. That is awesome. Awesome. It is, it is actually really really cool. <laughs> there you go. We'll we'll license them for the, uh, um, the soundtrack. I, I'm I'm now picturing the guy from you know the guy that dresses up in the in the Cookie Monster outfit that that sometimes plays the bagpipes out in out in Melbourne and he quite oh often yeah plays yeah. like Thunderstruck or something like that. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 <laughs> There you go. If we can't afford the Red Hot Chili Pipers, we'll get him. You, you get into the boss room and you just see in the corner like this cookie monster with... That's an Easter egg in one of the castles. In the other corner is like an Elmo one and then it's like friggin' um, uh, ju- dueling bagpipes. Yeah. <laughs> God. All right. I think on that we might finish up. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you for joining us, Callan. Yes, yes. Thank you for uh, letting me jump in and be part of this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, if you want to find us, uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as BitStormCast. We have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash BitStorm. We're on Podchaser, podchaser.com slash BitStorm. Rate and review us there. Yep, we're on iTunes where you can also rate, review, and subscribe to us. Go to website, bitstormcast.com. Love to plug our friends at the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Just search for AGPN on Twitter, or hashtag AGPN, I should say, or the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook. Finally, we'd like to thank Kuridas for the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure. And Callum, where can our listeners find your show? Uh, okay, so you can find Game Train on iTunes. Uh, we host through Podbean, so it's um, gametrain.podbean.com. And also on Facebook at facebook.com slash gametrainpodcast. Awesome. Fantastic. Yes. All right. All right so yeah. Thank, thank you, you again, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Callum, for joining us. I'm no problem. Ben, I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Travis Scott. And uh, I'm Callum Davison. 
Charge! I don't know.